This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. Wondershare Video Converter Ultimate makes life easier by providing you with a variety of video tools. Glory to God in the highest. Let's dive into the word of God. Another supporting scripture that I want to read to you today is found in Hebrews chapter 38, uh, chapter 10, I'm sorry, in verse 38, Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38. And it reads this way. Now the just shall live by faith. But if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Well, we, we know that God takes pleasure in prospering his people. So if we draw back, we deny God an opportunity to take pleasure in blessing us and prospering us. Child of God, I want to encourage you today that now is not the time to draw back in your faith. Now is the time to forge forward. So today I have a thought that I want to leave with you today and I, I only will have opportunity to lay down a little bit of foundation so I'll probably culminate it on this coming Sunday. But my thought for today or my lesson for today is it's the seed not the soil. It's the seed not the soil. Would you say it out loud? It's the seed not the soil. Do you mind if I read a little bit of scripture today? I'm just going to read a little bit of scripture, but it's going to give us an opportunity to lay some foundation down and then we'll add meat to the bones as we go. Thank you. Thank you again for joining and worshiping with me and, and letting us get empowered together tonight. Don't forget to like and to share and invite other people to come even consider hosting a watch party. So according to Mark chapter four, it says, and again, he began to teach by the sea and a great multitude was gathered to him so that he got into a boat and he sat in it on the sea and the whole multitude was on the land facing the sea. Then he taught them many things by parables and he said to them in his teaching, listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside, underline that, and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground, underline that, where it did not have much earth and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth. It had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up and it was scorched and, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell, some seed fell among thorns and the thorns grew up and choked it. Underline the thorns. The thorns grew up and choked it and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased and produced some 30 fold, some 60 and some a hundred. And he said to them, he who has ears, let him hear. 
I'm saying the same words of Jesus Christ. He that has ears, let him hear. We're learning about the sower, <clears throat> excuse me, the planter. The planter is planting seed and we see what is happening here. So we've got to pay very close attention to the intention of the lesson here. It's not about the seed. It's not even about the sower. It's about the soil. It's the soil, not the seed. If we drop down to verse 13, it says, and he said to them, do you not understand this parable? Don't you understand? Don't you get it? How then will you understand all parables? Listen, the sower sows the word. The sower sows the word. The sower has to sow the word in season and out of season. When the word isn't popular and when the word, people don't want to hear the word, the sower still has to sow the word because the word of God is true and his promises are yea and amen. And it's, it's not contingent upon emotions. The sower sows the word. And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, listen, Satan comes and immediately takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. So the word was sown in their hearts, but immediately Satan comes to take away the word. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness. Ooh, yay, that was so good. That was delectable. Preach, oh, that's some good word. They received it with gladness, verse 17, and they have no root in themselves. They have no root in themselves. They have no root in themselves and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, listen, and the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things entering in, choke the word and it becomes unfruitful, unfruitful. But these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, Accept it and bear fruit. Some 30, some 60, and some a hundred fold. I'm here to announce to you today, it's not the seed, it's the soil. It's the soil, not the seed. When we look at Mark chapter uh, 4, it says that the sower sows the word. So we see that the word of God is like a seed. The word of God is like a seed. There's potential there to bear fruit. So the sower does his job. His job is to sow the word because there's potential there after the word has been sown that those that hear the word can bear 
fruit. But the word seed does not always blossom in the lives of everybody that hear it. The word seed does not always blossom. It does not always produce a harvest. So as a pastor, sometimes you can see 10 people sitting on the same row and they all hear the same word and it seems like they all get different results. Remember, it's not the sower. It's not the seed. It's the soil. The soil that it is planted in makes all the difference in the world. Today's lesson is just a lesson of self-examination. This is where we take opportunity and we begin to see and assess and determine what kind of soil are you. If I had time, I would go all the way back to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7. It said that um, God created the man from the soil. He created man from the soil, from the dirt, from the soil. Come on. Then he put the man in his mesmerizing presence in the, in, in the garden eastward in Eden so that man would have his mesmerizing presence. He would be captivated by God. God already told him what his outcome was to be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth. So his job was to stay in the captivating presence of God. And his job was to, to tend and to keep, to cultivate, to make sure that a, a legacy inheritance was proper. Make sure that everything was um, uh, purposeful. Make sure that everything was producing. That was the only job that he had. And it was already prophesied to him that he would be fruitful and he would multiply and he would replenish the earth. We'll have to talk a little bit about that later. But I just want you to understand each one of us was created from soil. So what soil are you? You got to understand that when there's no harvest from the seed that it's been planted, it's not the sower's fault. It's not the sower's fault. And it's not the seed's fault. It's the condition of the soil that the word seeds fall on. The sower sows the seed because we already know that if you don't sow it, you can't grow it. You can't grow no, you can't grow a harvest with the seed in your pocket. You've got to be a sower. If you don't sow it, you can't grow it. And we already know that the seed is already engineered to produce. Are you listening to me? And there's the, the only thing that can stop the seed from producing is the soil that it lands in. At my church, on the side of my building, I had to hire someone because there was a literal tree growing through the steps of the side of my building. So I had to hire somebody to come and take care of it and redo the steps and things like that. But this was the, the deal. Even concrete steps could not stop that seed from producing. It could not stop the plant from growing. Are you listening to me? As much as concrete and all the stuff and the, the, the seeds still begin to press through the break the concrete. Listen to me. Cost me hundreds of dollars because that seed broke the concrete up. 
because nothing could stop the seed that was already engineered to produce. Nothing could stop it from growing except the soil. Come on, it's not it's not the sower. We're blaming the wrong person. It's not the the sower. We're blaming the wrong thing when we blame the seed. It's not the seed. The seed is already designed to produce. It's engineered to produce. That's what seeds do. Seeds produce. Are you listening to me? It's not the sower. It's not the seed. It's the soil. The soil of your heart. Let's walk through this and then I'm going to let you go. We have just a few minutes. According to scripture, there was wayside ground wayside ground and I kind of tickled myself when I was looking at wayside ground I looked at it this way sideways when you should be going straight and you sideways sideways ground sideways when you sideways Satan comes immediately he comes immediately and takes away the words sown in your heart remember he's a liar but he's a very convincing liar remember He's a beguiler. That's what he does. He wants to distract you. He wants you to take attention away from the word. He wants to cause everything to be bigger than the word so that he can steal the word from your heart. Are you listening to me? Wayside ground. When the, when the enemy comes in so quick to try to rob you of that good, juicy, bountiful word, that is being sown. It is the word that changes our for real, for real lives, for the better, forever. It's not music. It's not this fad. It's not that fad. It's not this thing and that Facebook messaging. It's none of that. It's the word that will change your mind and the word will change your heart for the better, forever. So when you sideways, you position yourself so the enemy can come in and rob you of that good old juicy word that you heard. This is what happens when you, you hear the word of God or you come to church. And before you get home, you're in an argument. You're fussing and hooping and hollering before you. What do you think that's about? What do you think that is the, the reason? You don't hoop and holler coming from the show. You don't hoop and holler coming from the, the restaurant. But you got to get in an argument on the way from church. So the enemy can rob and steal the word. You sat there, you went through the praise and worship, you went through all the everything, and then you were sideways. He let the enemy rob you of that juicy, life-changing word. You understand when you allow the enemy to rob you of your life-changing word, it begins to postpone the blessings of God in your life. There are blessings that God already sent out for you. They already tagged. They already have your name on it. He's already sent it out for you. It is yours. He's not taking it back from you. You have hijacked your own blessing because you were sideways. Wayside. Come on. See, fell by the wayside. You were sideways. And the enemy came in. And he began to rob you of that good old juicy word. He began to rob you of the goody, the goodness of the word of God. Then we learned about stony ground, stony ground, stony heart, stony ground, stony heart. Stony ground is when you hear the word and you immediately receive it with gladness. Oh, preach pastor. Oh, yeah. And amen. You talking to me. That word was for me, pastor. But 
It has no root in himself. The Bible said the stony ground has no root in themselves. In other, in other words, shallow soil. Shallow soil. Sometimes we just have to be still and hear the word of God and, and, and let the word take root. Oftentimes we hear the word of God and we get so emotional that, and there's nothing wrong with it because I shout and dance and run and speak in tongues more than they are. But we got to be careful because the one that's making the most noise oftentimes ain't getting anything but the attention from other people. My, my mother-in-law used to say an empty wagon makes the most noise. The wagon that don't have anything in it, click, 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 all down the street. But when it's filled with newspapers, when it's filled with something, it's filled with sand, it does not make noise. Am I making faith to you? We cannot be shallow. We cannot be shallow. Let's let's graduate from being shallow Christians. We're we're ambassadors of God. We represent him. We ought not be shallow. It says when the word fell on shallow ground, it only could last for a moment. It only could last for a while. It only endured for a short period of time. So you hear the word, you receive it with gladness. But before you come home, before you get in a situation where you can wield the word of faith, you quit. You give up on it. That the word only lasts until the first crisis come. Are you listening to me? The Bible says when tribulation and persecution came, that the stony ground, the rocky ground, the shallow ground, that person got offended. They got offended. And the the Greek word for it is scandal scandalizio. Sounds like scandalized to me, scandalous, right? And that has reference to um, a bait stick of a trap. One of the shows that I like to watch is called Naked and Afraid. Not because the people are naked, but because I like to see their skills, how they live off the land and how they are innovative without having any supplies. So oftentimes I see that they'll make a trap. And it's a trap so that when the animal comes, it triggers the trap and the trap snatches them up and chokes them out and kills them do you understand that offense is a trap of the devil to kill you he comes to steal kill and destroy he wants to steal your future kill your future destiny he wants to destroy your dreams destroy your family he wants to destroy your well-being he wants to destroy your peace of mind. But what I love about John chapter 10 and verse 10, when it talks about the thief does not come except for to steal, kill, and to destroy, it says that Jesus came so that you could have life and this life right here more abundantly. I love that. I don't have to wait until the sweet by and by. I can have God's riches and choices of blessing. I can fulfill my supernatural divine destiny right here and now. When there's no root, there's no, there's shallow and there's, there's nothing to, to, to latch a, a root down into because crises and tribulations and persecutions and all of these things come, then your conduct becomes hindered, hindered. Your conduct is hindered and you're a sitting duck for the enemy to try to steal, kill, kill 
and destroy. The word goes further to say that some of that good old seed, the good seed of the word of God, fall amongst the thorns. We know what a thorn is, little sharp prickly thorns. Hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitful riches and the desires for other things enter and choke the word out. You heard the word, but your desires overwhelmed the word, choked the word out of you. And when it says desires, it's not just sexual desires, all kinds of things, uh, promotion, just whatever. It, whatever you magnify above God, it will begin to choke, <laughs> choke the literal word out of you. It says the, the cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, desires for other things, whatever those other things are, they enter in and they choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. How can um, the word be unfruitful? It means it's unfruitful in your life. It means it'll be working in other people's lives that are doing the principles of the word of faith, but it just won't work in yours. Come on, the tradition of men, the, the, the ways of men make the word of God of no effect. Never said the word was ineffective. It's just not going to work for you. And then finally, it says good ground. Good ground. Are you good ground? Let's, uh, let's begin to assess the soil that we are. Good ground is when you hear the word, you accept it, you believe it, you receive it, you act like it by praising God Almighty, by walking in the principles of the word of faith. And the good ground bears good fruit. 30, 60, 100 fold. So let's take this opportunity to check out your soil. Check and see what kind of soil you are. Are you wayside soil or like I like to say sideways soil? Are you sideways? You let the enemy come in and rob you of all this juicy rich good word before it actually takes root? Are you rocky? Shallow soil receives it, rejoices. Preach, pastor, I need this. You better preach. I'm running. I'm going to run on this. I'm slain in the spirit. But when crisis come, when tests and trials come, when persecutions come, when unchecked emotions arise, you lose heart. <sighs> I'm, 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 I don't want people to lose heart. I don't want people to lose heart. We've been in this thing and we've not been in church and things like that. And, and once upon a time, people were getting up and getting dressed and sitting on their couch with their families, listening to the word of God. Don't you get, now you just barely rolling over in the bed. Oh, I'll listen to the word later. Come on, don't allow the devil to deceive you and, and, and have you lackadaisical thinking that you have time and, and that this is not a priority. Come on, this word of God is a priority for the betterment and the advancement of your life, your family's life, your community, this nation, and even this whole world. And then, it, of course, it talked about the thorny soil, the thorny soil. 
the thorny soil hears the word and the cares of the world, deceitful riches, desires of other things, choke all of that rich, juicy word out and the word becomes unfruitful. But I pray and I believe and I trust that you are good ground, good ground. You hear the word, you accept it, you stand on it. You're not moved by what you see, taste, touch, feel, or hear, but only what you believe. Now faith is the substance of things, hoped for the evidence of things, not seeing. I trust that you will not draw back in your faith because when you do, God has no pleasure in you. Last thing before I let you go today, how do I prepare soil for the seed? How do I prepare the soil of my heart? So I actually went on YouTube and I was looking up how do farmers, how, how do they prepare soil for seed? They said, first, you have to have healthy soil. Come on, you got to have healthy soil. You got to be healthy from the word of God. You've got to see yourself the way that God sees you. You've got to see yourself in the image of the word of God. You have to have a healthy assessment of God and a healthy assessment of yourself. You know who you serve. You know who you are and you know whose you are. Then it says that uh, good soil for good seed requires organic material. Orga are you an organic are you fake? Come on. Come on. Come on. It's not it's not time to fake it till you make it. It's time to faith it till you make it. Are you organic? Are you real? It's time to be real. It also said on YouTube that you have to purposely break up the big lumps and the cumps. Break up those hard places in your heart. Break them up. Crush them up. Lay them out. Smash them up. Do not allow them to overtake you. It also says for good soil, you have to remove debris. Debris is anything that won't add to your growth. Anything that won't add to your growth, you need to get rid of it. Come on, it's time to re remove any debris from our hearts. Anything that would hinder the word from taking root. Anything that would choke the word out. Remove all of the debris from your soil. And then it says you have to have the, the, the right combination of nutrients. The word of God, the prayer of God, the fellowship. Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Um, be willing to uh, forgive and uh, forgive others. Be, give, be willing to forgive by faith. Be willing to not be in strife and not be in offense. Be willing to be a giver. A, not just a reaper, but a giver, a sower and a reaper. When you put the right combination of all these things together, that thing is good ground and you will receive a harvest as I close. My second close, as I close. Most people only produce when they feel like it. But how many know that we walk by faith and not by sight? Sometimes we don't feel like doing what's right. We don't feel like it. Sometimes we don't feel like showing up, but you have to show up round after round after round. If you don't show up, you forfeit. Come on, it's not time for you to forfeit. It's time for you to show up. I need you to understand that winners produce even when they don't feel like it. Winners have the mindset that my emotions are irrelevant when I am believing God. As I told you on Sunday, don't let these unchecked emotions over here bleed out in all these areas over here then you start missing the mark and you start falling off and things like that you're like how did i get over here 
It all started with the unchecked emotions over here. Remember that all we do is win, but if you're going to be a winner, you're going to have to produce even when you don't feel like it. I need you to understand. I need you to get a revelation. It's the soil, not the seed. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.